Welcome everyone to the first ever Two Compass podcast, where my co-host and I will be talking NBA draft and a little trade rumors. This was recorded yesterday, so we couldn't drop a hot take on today's breaking news. That is Chris Paul to the Suns. We most certainly talked about it, as we always in the know. But first, know it all, let the beat rock. Alright, we're finally here. We made it. A lot of preparation. Uh, something we always wanted to do. I'd like to welcome my co-host, the foremost expert of Matias Seibel, <laughs> also known as Ezardino, the Ez, Lil Ezzy, 1E2Z, my slime, Liam Ezard. Wow. How are you, buddy? What an intro. I'm doing great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am the, the foremost owner of real estate on Matias Seibel Island. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. You're the, first, you're the first to do it. Yeah, I'm excited to talk some some basketball, specifically some draft stuff today, because that's when I first heard of my boy Matisse. And thanks for having me on, Daniel, on your podcast. Of course, here. of course. Uh, it's gonna be honestly. Fun. I mean, you're gonna do big. We've always been we've been arguing unprofessionally for years, and now we can finally argue in front of a, <laughs> a camera and and have people listen exactly. to pointless arguments. So exactly, and that's how this is all started, right? It was just like literally us and like two or three other friends. My brother included that we were just like literally argue for like, like literally hours on like Facebook group chat about like one yeah. player, pissing off on the couches. Everyone, everyone else in the in the Facebook group chat except for the three people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> yeah, so that's where it kind of uh, originated from, and we wanted to put it in action. So hopefully, you guys are entertained. Uh, so where do you want to start? NBA draft. Yeah, we got the draft coming up on. Is it Wednesday? Uh, I believe it's Wednesday, right? The 18th. Oh, three days yeah. away. I love draft day. Mm-hmm, gets you mm-hmm. pumped up for fantasy. Gets you pumped up for the real season. There's some prospects that you'll be following. There's uh, there's draft props that that you're gonna give out that uh, you can win some money on. And yeah, you get to finally f- watch those college players that maybe you've watched for a couple years. See where their their landing spots are. See teams uh, reach. See teams get steals. Like I don't know, Brandon Clark last year went late um yeah i'm just excited to see how it all plays out so let's start with some draft talk yeah i'm excited too i mean we follow college basketball pretty closely we won't touch on it too much today because um the main thing is kind of the nba like the draft and the trade rumors but um yeah i'm super excited to see how these players that we watched for like a full season unfortunately no call like march madness but um yeah yeah we follow very closely make a lot of bets on and stuff with uh, your al- alma mater in Kentucky, University of Kentucky. <laughs> my alma mater, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my Baylor Bears. So, um, yeah, it's fun. Unfortunately, there'll probably be like not that, not many Baylor, Baylor Bears in the draft this year, but yeah, we are number one in the country. But we'll save that for another another topic. Yeah, let's, we'll talk about uh, college basketball a little a little closer to the to the tip off date. Uh, we still got a week or yeah. a week or two, is it? Um, so. But yeah, we'll definitely mm-hmm. touch on mm-hmm. that later as well. Looking forward to that. That's where I think most right, of the cool, arguments, cool. the big arguments happen. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, can't that's wait true. to get to get brother Dre on and uh, and hear him. He really gets oh, my gosh. he really gets my gears going. So no, nothing nothing worse than a bandwagon in Can- Kansas City Jayhawk or not Kansas City, but Kansas Jayhawk fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have Liam and I are gonna. Uh, do like a reverse order from 15 to one of what we think is going to be like the player and what team they're going to go to based on where the team's drafting. 
So we'll do five at a time, and then we'll see for the last five, which is like the top five picks. We're gonna have a little little bets of uh, what, what do we want to do? Like a hundred dollars, essentially, like virtual hundred dollars, hypothetical hundred dollars, not real hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a hundred real dollars, so let's just do a hundred virtual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll play a little game, and uh, we'll see who uh, who fares better. Because honestly, this year's draft, and I'm sure you can agree, is like. It's other than maybe like the top three, top two, like it's really hard to tell like where anyone's going in the, oh, in the, yeah, the top agree. 15. Top I 10. agree. And I also think there's going to be a lot of mistakes made this year. Um, just cause of a lack yeah, of college I basketball, agree. lack of scout, like you yeah. took the drafts in June. We haven't seen these guys play basketball mm-hmm. in forever. So I do have yeah. uh, what I think the, well, I have what I think, especially the top five will be, but I also have what I think the the five best long-term prospects are. So maybe we can touch on that. Oh, well. okay. Nice. Maybe nice. Yeah, for sure. Some draft mistakes. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And especially like to point out without like no like summer league. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like a very short like workouts and meetings. Some players even meet with everyone because for example, the Knicks just had COVID and they're like their, their, the organization. So they have to shut down for a short period of time. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so it's a uh, weird circumstances. So we'll see how everything plays out. But uh, yeah, let's get your fifteen to ten. Let all me right. see what you have. So this is what I think could go fifteen to ten. Again, this is all kind of shots in the dark, but yeah, um, of course, of course. At fifteen, I've got <laughs> the Serbian Alexi Pokusevski. I absolutely, I, I've got, <laughs> nice. a, I've got a much higher as as actual terms of. I think he can be. I think he's nice. got top five potential in this draft, but I think. Yeah. Uh, just the body type he kind of he's like a he's like a white bull bull and the, the fact that he's super lanky mm-hmm. he's like seven feet tall barely scraping 200 pounds soaking wet um but apparently yeah. he's doing like between the leg dribbles behind the back mm-hmm. passes he's running the fast break and he's you got to look this guy up if you haven't seen him uh guys his his body type is is crazy and i think he's got potential to be a unicorn so i've got him at 15 and i think nice. he's kind of like that high upside prospect but it would take a couple years. So the teams tend to uh, like those type of guys rarely are picked in the top 10. So I think he has top 10, maybe even top five upside, but he'll probably slip to, to 15 or later. I think I've got, yeah, honestly, I I think I saw a lot of people's draft boards. Like he sometimes like like he's very like obscure. Like could go, I saw some like top 15. I saw some like in the, like late first round, like it was just like really out there because like you said, he's super lanky. By the way, yeah. shout out to my Serbs out there getting yeah. some representation in, in, this, in this year's draft. Yeah, um, yeah, super lanky. Like, uh, it's not really much to go from other than like playing overseas. Uh, also, like, it also helps the stock. I feel knowing like how well Bobo did yeah, this year, at like, least in the, uh, in the bubble. Hopefully, he yeah, plays exactly. a little sooner than Bobo. It took forever for him to actually. Yeah, it took the pandemic yeah. for him to be healthy, kind of. Um, Literally, but like, but that definitely helps the stock because if someone sees like, okay, this person who's the same stature, same skill yeah. set, if he can do it, like, why not? Um, and I mean, Bulbul slipped my, my, to my Serbians. Bulbul slipped to like forty something, so hopefully they don't make that mistake again in the AGMs. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah. Obviously, his body type could be a problem. He's not going to be down low banging with Joel Embiid and Jokic and guys like that. But uh, I think in the on the right team with the right, I don't know, front court partner or big men that can hold their own in the paint i think he could uh he could make a big impact if he's with the right players i agree i agree all right so what's your 14 14 i've got sadiq bay out of villanova villanova is just one of those schools okay. that you see a team draft a villanova player and you're like oh smart pick 
um, guys like DiVincenzo, mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson. It's just a winning, a winning factory of winning players. Sadiq Bey is also huge. He's like a six foot eight wing. Um, wings mm-hmm. are super important. A lot of the best players in the leagues are wings that you, you need guys to guard them. Uh, he's a three point shooter nice. as well. So big body coming from a winning program. Uh, I'm high on Sadiq Bey as well. Nice. Did you do for your picks? So just so like the fans know out there, did you do it based off like where an NBA team is at like 14 or you're saying like, this is your top 15, like from 15 to one. Yeah, this, this is my top 15. I didn't really take into account uh, for, in terms of like 15 to five top five, I'm going to take into account fit. Um, Okay. Okay. But I didn't look too much into fit outside of that. Just because I think as it goes on, it's kind of, just so they know. It's kind of upside at, at this point in in the late lottery. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. All right. Cool. Um, keep going. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. All right. At 13. So I'm going to take you back a couple years ago, two years ago, actually. Okay. And I uh, was walking, watching the Kentucky Wildcats college basketball <laughs> season, had a pretty good season. Um, and they had one player who, after the season went out, we uh, we almost made the final four. We flamed out in the, uh, in the elite eight. Um, and then we had one player who was rising the draft boards, um, going into the draft. And I was kind of like, Oh, he didn't have that great of a season at Kentucky. Like, I don't really know. He wasn't really touching the ball much. Definitely wasn't the number one option. Wasn't playing amazing defense. So I didn't really know why he was, uh, he was rising up in the draft ranks. And then I saw him one season in the NBA and do you know who that player was, Daniel? You could probably guess. We just saw him Rising in the NBA in the finals. We just saw him in the NBA finals. Hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, you're gonna have to scratch my memory. So, <laughs> so that player turned out to be Tyler Hero. Um a player oh who wasn't God. wasn't I knew, that... I knew you wanted to say it. That's why I gave it to you. I knew you wanted to <laughs> say it. <laughs> so that, he's a player who wasn't like I watched him at Kentucky and like I watch most most Kentucky games. Not gonna say I watch every mm-hmm. single one, but like he was kind of overshadowed by guys like even a guy like Emmanuel quickly and uh, Ashton Haggins at Kentucky, PJ Washington, obviously, but he ended up being drafted, I think right behind PJ Washington and he, he snuck into the lottery. And I was kind of like, Oh, I don't think that's a very good pick just because he didn't have a big impact at Kentucky. And he ended up being, yeah. a, he already is a really, really important NBA player getting big minutes in the NBA mm-hmm. finals. And yeah, Tyrese Maxey, just the fact that he, it was kind of the same thing. Like <laughs> I was like, why is this guy ranked yeah. on boards? Um, didn't really know why. Same with Bam out of bio. I was like, why is this guy in the lottery? He didn't really do much at Kentucky, but these guys come out of Kentucky where it's a lot of good players and maybe they're not getting as much, um, as many touches and they end up being good NBA players. So I've got Tyrese Maxey at 13 long story there, but nice, nice. <laughs> following. <in> the, uh, <laughs> no, that makes sense. I mean, sometimes you got to look at the story to be able to like, see what you want. Right. Yeah, and there, I could, think, there could be those players that have similar attributes, similar like cases where there are a lot of them are missed on, and that if you took in, these things into account, that you would be able to pick them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't just look at you know who's the who's getting the highest usage in college. Sometimes you gotta scratch yeah. underneath the surface. So that's why I've got Tyrese exactly, Maxey exactly. at thirteen. Um, at twelve, I've got out of Stanford, Tyrell Terry. Um, just been oh here. Yeah. I've been hearing some buzz on this guy. They're saying he's undersized and that was the big reason why he would slip in drafts. But apparently since quarantine, he's been putting in work in the gym, put on 10, 15 pounds of muscle. Um, and people are saying he's six two, so he can't be a good NBA player, but 
I don't know, Dan, can you think of a couple six two guys that are good NBA players? Because I can certainly I can think, think of a couple six I think I have a couple six two that are yeah. pretty good and that are very good shooters as well. Yeah, exactly. So um I don't think that just because a guy's six two doesn't mean he can't be a good player. And even if he's not like a I agree a Steph Curry shooter coming out of college, look at a guy like yeah Fred Van Vliet or someone like that who mm-hmm. wasn't coming out a polished shooter really, but um this guy's obviously putting in work so you love the attitude already and i agree um yeah sizes and everything yeah like honestly yeah i have him on my list too i won't disclose what position but i agree like uh size is not everything but there's a lot of people that came out small from college that made a huge impact all you put a little bit of muscle like refine your shot like he's already he's already a good shooter yeah exactly just refine your craft and i think you'll make a huge impact yeah so I'm big with that one. Uh, what am mm-hmm. I at now? Am I at, is this 10 here? I think you're at 11 or 10. Um, yeah, because I've done Pocky Sevsky, Sadiq Bey, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrell Terry. Yeah. So at, at 10, I've got Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. Not super high on him. Uh, I think he's mm-hmm. a bit of a an offensive liability, but a really, really good defensive wing yeah and like we said earlier when i was talking about uh sadiq bay you need you need wings to defend some of the best players in the, in the nba and he's a really good perimeter defender so definitely gonna need some work offensively but um could be a winning player just in terms of three and d potential if he refines that shot i agree i agree all right so those are your 15 to 10 right that's my 15 to 10 Strong, honestly, strong good picks. I like you. it. Honestly, Thanks. I was surprised. I was surprised with your fifteen, but um, I'm happy you actually you you got to reach for some for some people, right? You can't just always go with uh with chalk. So yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, so what I did a very similar. I just went for mostly top fifteen talent, and then I took into like the team at the times, like uh, what teams projected to be dra- like drafting them, their fit and stuff like that, I what like they that. need. I took that in, a little bit into account. Um, because there's a lot of like potential draft pick trades that we'll get into a little bit later once we finish our list. So I didn't like I didn't take it. I took it for a grain of salt for the most part. But um, so for my 15, I actually have your boy Tyrese Maxey. Nice. Uh, for like similar reasons, he's a really good scoring guard. I kind of took an account around the range, like who's uh like Sacramento, New Orleans, Orlando, Boston. Those are around like the 12 to 15 range. I think he'd be a pretty good fit in Orlando next to Fultz. Yeah, I feel that'd be a, be a decent one-two punch. So that's why I have him on fifteen. Uh, my fourteen, I have RJ Hampton. RJ so Hampton, yeah, he was that's a, very, a nice one. Yeah. He's a yeah, he's explosive, he, eh? Exactly, and he's a very he was really touted like after high school, and I mean it's only one year removed, and he he played professionally. I mean it's worth something that he yeah, played in a professional league. Yeah, that's cool. Not just at college. Just, I know. So, on Tyrese Maxey there, I was just going to say, and I wanted to get this line in, Kentucky players yeah. that aren't named uh, Malik Monk and Kevin Knox turn out to be good players. So as long as, <laughs> Kevin as, long as your name isn't Kevin Knox or Malik Monk, as long as your name isn't the le- the first letter in your first name is the same as the first ne- letter in your last name, and you're kind of you <laughs> be good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I still, I still, I still haven't lost faith in Malik Monk. I'm pointing out <laughs> the record right there. I, was, I still You've haven't still lost got faith. real estate on Malik Monk Island. Yeah, I, I still got, I still got a little bit of real estate. You're out in the cold, living in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you got, you got to get him out of that that trap that you call Charlotte. So fair enough. All right, but, uh, sorry to interrupt. Anyways, like so, no, no worries, no worries. So RJ Hampton, uh, very highly touted out of high school. 
Um, he didn't really live up so much, live, like playing in New Zealand, but um, pro experience. Like but I think he's like you said. Yeah, like I think the road could be different. Um, he's really explosive. He's a playmaker. Um, like I said, those teams that I named between twelve and fifteen, I think uh, he'd really land good in Boston. Um, if they if they draft him, if they keep that pick, which I honestly don't think they will, but if they do, I think he's a good player to go there. Um, thirteen, I have uh, Tyrell Terry, my boy. Um, a lot honestly, I've seen different mixed reviews. Like I've seen yeah. in draft boards, him going to like around twenty five to thirty. I know, I know, I like twenty one. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's like so good. Like, the, I uh, think honestly, I think he has limitless range. It's the size it's, of. I think he's, he's such a good shooter. The size of literally, I think he's, he's such small. a good player. Yeah, I know, right? And it also gives me a little hope. Being you know five nine, <laughs> I can make it to the NBA one day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. It's not. It's never too late. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think I I really sold entire Terry. Um, he's a great shooter. Like I said, limitless range. He's a bit small. I guess that's why he's like so low on people's draft boards, but I definitely think he's my sleeper and one to watch at yeah. 13. Love it. Uh, so number 12, I have Devin Vassell from Florida state. And then, uh, so I, my, one of my things is like, he's an, uh, amazing defender. Like yeah. he's probably one of the best defenders in the draft this year. So, but like I said, he's like a shot is not really there. I need a bit of work and stuff like that. So I think that's why he's really low. Um, but I think he's a, a really good pick around that area. I think he has a lot of good attributes that can contribute to a team like Sacramento, who's on 12 right now. So that's why I put him there. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. with the whole Buddy Heald thing, like who knows? So <laughs> Yeah, do not be trusting Buddy Heald for anything right now. That guy's a flake. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, tell me how you really feel, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, that guy's done nothing but complain for like two years. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. So he wanted a contract. That's what I had. He's complaining about it. He gets his contract. He's complaining about playing time. I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. I don't like. I like the. I liked him in college, but he's uh, like he's not good enough to be for the amount of whining he's doing right now. I don't think. Budrick. Exactly. Exactly. I, I honestly, I kind of agree with that. So, uh, and then eleven. Keep this moving. I have Sadiq Bay. So we're we, we're actually kind of close with like what we have fifteen to ten range. Um, he's a great three and D player. Um, I have him here at 11 because I took into account the team he might be going to, which is San Antonio. They have their 11th pick right now. So I think he'd be a great fit there. Like I said, one of those Villanova guys, very experienced, well coached. And I think it's like a, such a San Antonio Spurs pick to pick, uh, Sadiq Bay. So yeah. they have pretty good guards already. They're also looking to like, off, like offload some players that we'll get in, into later. So yeah. I think he could be a very good piece in San Antonio. So that's why I have him at eleven. Um, yeah, number they just, ten. They just need some I new have... players, San Antonio. Like yeah, they, yeah, they need new faces. Stale, man. I agree. They're stale and they're not even very good <laughs> of a team anymore. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I think they're they're looking to be really busy this year. I think we'll get into it later, but I think they're looking to shop DeRozan. I've seen a few things about that. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge and and Patty Mills. So. I, I love me some uh what's called Murray. I love me some Murray. Yeah, Dejounte's yeah. my boy. Fair enough. He's sick. So I like they have some pretty good young pieces. Um, then number ten, I have um Isaac Okoro. So you you also mentioned him as well. Yeah. Um, he's a, I think he's a great wing player. Um, I like for the reason that you said like, he might be like a little bit struggling in certain departments, but I think he's um. Excellent prospect, and like, and, and I guess in this draft, you, you kind of just have to swing for the fences. If that's a player you like, you kind of just have to go for it. And if he fits yeah. you well, 
Yeah, no, I've heard him as high as as two to Golden State just in terms of fit. If they were to keep their pick as a guy, really? oh, right sure. away, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. crazy yeah. if that actually happened. But um, yeah, there's rumblings. Yeah, there's rumblings. Yeah, <laughs> people are starting to murmur. People yeah. are starting to murmur. I've got my ear to the ground. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, so I have him at 10. Uh, that's where Phoenix would be if they don't trade their pick. Um, so, And I think they're looking for a small forward with potentially shopping Kelly Oubre, So, Yeah. And then, so yeah, that's my 15 to 10. So I think, honestly, I think we were pretty similar with, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, like three picks, right? Yeah, yeah. some guys that you didn't mention, I, I have coming up in my 10 to 5, actually, that I might even be a little bit higher on here. So should I get into that? Um, yeah, go for it um so starting off at what am i at 10 did i do 10 or 9 <laughs> i did five already so it's uh, my sixth player i'm naming it's <laughs> counting backwards is a, is tough for me <laughs> um but yeah, next player, nine. yeah tyrese halliburton out of iowa state second year player um again not a guy that i'm super high on but i think he's got the ability to control the ball a little bit but mostly off ball be a really good defender as a guard responsible player nothing too flashy um i definitely think he kind of like a coro needs some polish on his on his offensive game but he's already got the got the kind of feel of a responsible player that can come in and help a team right away um nice so, did you watch watch him in college at all uh very little very little you're you're more okay, of a big okay, 12 fair. guy so maybe you could i'm yeah, sure he's yeah, coming up on, your, on your list right yeah, um, uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but so, yeah, he is. <laughs> so maybe you can talk a little bit more about him. But yeah, I had him in there at nine. Um, moving ahead, mm-hmm. a guy you just talked about or recently talked about, Devin Vassell, uh, Florida State, another 3 and D guy. Really good defensively, really good shooter. Um, yeah, these guys can't say it enough. They're just valuable for for NBA teams and another guy that can help. I agree, I agree. Help winning right away, I think. Um, moving forward... I've got another Florida State guy right uh, right in front of him at number seven now, and it's Patrick Williams, who's been a big riser. Um, kind of the same thing. He has actually came off the bench for Florida State, but uh, a wing who can who can score the basketball, play some defense, and uh, like a lot of these teams, like a teams in that range, Atlanta is number six uh um, the Knicks need help everywhere same with Detroit but I feel like a lot of those teams like Atlanta that's trying to make the take the next step that's where they need help on the wing um yeah and I I also like just to add in there like for example Detroit Knicks Washington are in that area too so I feel like he could be be valuable to anyone yeah yeah who does Washington even have on the wing right now like can't even think of I don't even know a relevant player on their (laughs) in their wing rotation so so they could definitely use all all I can think about is Washington is Bradley Beal being like in prison there and John Wall tearing his ACL like in the shower or something like that. So that's the only thing Washington Washington stories I know. Yeah, exactly. What a mess. What a mess of a franchise. I know. Um next up on my list, Denny Avdia, the Israeli. That's pretty cool to see an Israeli this high. Um Yeah, literally. But yeah, awesome. really good cutter off ball, really good vision apparently. And this guy, not going to say that I've watched him, wasn't watching uh, whatever league he was in last year. People are giving him the Luca comp because he's because uh, he's playing in the Euro League. So I'd say cool it a bit on that. <laughs> it's not going to be Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, but, did he even play in Euro League or did he play in Israel? Because I know that's where he's from. Oh, well, played in Europe then. 
Um, yeah, so, so you, don't you, you, you played you played abroad. You played abroad. <laughs> yeah, I can look it up. I can look it up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good cutter, good off ball. There's rumblings he could go in up in the top five. Um, so people yeah, are obviously high too. on him. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe he could even sneak into the top five. So, but I've got him just outside there at what is that? My six. My six, I believe. All right. Yep. So yeah, I guess yeah, we'll finish off at six, and so we do that. We'll do the top five after. All right. All right, so yeah, so that was what your nine to six listed out four players there, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, honestly, we have very I think similar in some ways around like the same area, one or two off. But uh, for me at nine, I had uh, Obi Topin. I think no he's stopping, uh. Obi Topin. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. So I I, re- I really like him. Like honestly, he was like the the like one of the biggest highlights in college basketball last year as in like one of the best players yeah the nicest sure. surprise what was really looking forward to seeing him in the ncaa tournament but unfortunately that didn't happen uh he's very athletic um he's a he's his defense was the only thing like in his lateral quickness was the only thing in question really yeah but he's a good scorer apparently he's a complete so, sieve on defense <laughs> yes um, <laughs> so if, hey, they, if they no could find a way yeah <laughs> literally yeah I know. So as long, if they could increase that a little bit, then he should be good. But it depends what, like I said, depends what team he goes to. I have him at nine, which is around the Washington area. So mm-hmm. they could they could use a, a forward. Yeah. Um, they already got Thomas Bryan, who doesn't know how to play defense, and uh, Rui, who doesn't know how to play <laughs> defense. So <laughs> yeah, might as well commit honestly. the bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you don't need to play defense when you could beat someone 150 to 148. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that one of their scores last year? <laughs> yeah, literally. yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, number eight, I have Killian Hayes. Uh, nice. That's my other like kind of kind kind of sleeper. Yeah. That uh, I saw him a lot of draft boards going in like the teens, but I have him here at my my eight pick. Um, I I guess like a player comp that I would say pretty kind of similar to what he he's bringing i would kind of say i'm gonna be a little bold here but i'm gonna say jamal murray nice yeah so um he's a he, if he goes to the knicks around this area um i think he'd be a great asset to yeah, that the franchise because he could help be out yeah because he could unless like they want to trade up for like lamello or something and just go all out mm-hmm. um i think he'd be a great asset because like he could help rj barrett with like ball handling because they had him doing ball like rj Barry doing ball handling last year and you're just like you're putting a rookie in to like handle your offense and your team's like already trash and you have julius randall doing like isos i don't know what the fuck he was doing all Dude, season like moves. great fantasy player but yeah i know like great fantasy player but like like wow. what are you gonna do with that so that would be yeah, cool so I think he's rj and uh rj and uh and killian hayes are both lefties that'd be a fun backcourt a lefty that, backcourt. that would be <laughs> Yeah, and we got we got to rep the Canadian, so we got to make sure RJ gets his uh his plays then. But yeah, I, I really like that, so he needs that'd be a good A pick for me, for sure, for sure. Uh, number seven, I have Patrick Williams, someone you mentioned from Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very versatile defender. Honestly, I love a guy that plays defense. To be honest, there you go. If you, if you could play defense, like that's one of like the toughest things to teach. The rest is like obviously and obviously bad like having basketball IQ and so far and passing, but like the rest is like. You could develop a shot. You could be taught how to like be positioned in different places. But if you just have that effort to play defense, then that's all you need. Okay, and then number six, 
I have my boy, Tyrese Halliburton. Nice. He's my yeah. So he was uh like you said, he's a, a big twelve boy. <laughs> alongside my Baylor Bears. I mean I, I know I shouldn't be rooting for someone that uh could be a rival, but I actually re- really liked watching him. He was very enjoyable to watch. Um he's like I would say he's a really good playmaker. And he could be a major building block on, on a contending team. That's that's my opinion. Um, big and number six it is. Honestly, I really like him. I really like him. There you go. Um, uh, number six, he'd be falling if they choose him. If they don't decide to move up, is Atlanta, or they don't decide to trade their pick. Um, and I think he'd work really well beside Trey Young. Just like relieve some ball handling duties, so like he doesn't have to run the offense every single like time he's on the floor. You know, he could maybe run off screens and stuff like that. I think it'll be a fun combination to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's super fast. He's explosive. And he's uh, pretty good to get to the basket, so I really like him. Uh, and then then that's the end. That was my sixth one. So those was 15 to 6 we just finished. And I think we're ready to dive into our top five. Yeah. And so I, how do you want to do how, how do you want to do this? Well, I actually did a quick recount and I realized I only listed up to seven. So I, I uh okay, okay. Yeah, I missed a count there. So I'm gonna go ahead and list All my right. number six, who this is a pretty big reach, but I've been hearing some great stuff on him. And it's guard Kira, Kyra Lewis Jr. out of Alabama. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Who's apparently actually, early. actually I was debating I have him, but he would have been like just outside my fifteen. He probably like sixteen for me, sixteen, yeah. seventeen. So yeah, I've got him as as my my sixth player that I'm highest on. So uh, nice, nice. Yeah, big reach. Um, they had Sexton what do you like a couple years him? ago. Good shooter, mm-hmm. um, creative scorer, just high upside. These are the guys that uh that you want to run your team. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, I agree, yeah. I agree. It sounds like a fun NBA player. Um, yeah. Sometimes so, you got to swing for the fences a little bit. I agree. And I, like I said, this is I feel like this is a draft to do it. So if you want, if you really like a guy and like you don't you don't plan on like trading your pick or anything like that, just go, just go for it. Like unless you have like a top three pick, there's really no order or nothing you could really like miss out on if you really like a guy just go yeah for it. you don't want to get sucked into taking whoever the mock drafts have and not really like them mm-hmm. like yeah trust yeah. yourself that you're gonna pick the the player that's good for your team exactly exactly all right perfect so now that concludes our 15 to 6 so now we'll go from five to one how do you want to how do you want to play this so you want to do our virtual with our virtual money that we will never have in our life so a hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> we will i guess we'll bet 10 bucks for everyone we get right and for everyone we get wrong you want to lose ten dollars and just see what we end up for and we can transfer that money to our future bets we have on the pod like later on sure so this is 10 bucks if you pick the right the right landing spot yeah exactly exactly okay like we won't like if if if, if a pick gets traded we won't count that like for the team like we'll just count it as a spot okay yeah so i know there's still things that could happen between now and wednesday but we're just, we're just doing this for funsies am i right yes yes okay <laughs> all, right, all right okay you go for you go first with your five okay so i'm like gonna you, do yeah i'm just gonna tell you the five players that i liked the most um first but then i'll quickly transition into the, the five players i think will actually get picked because it's a bit different for me okay um, yeah, for sure so my sure. my number five that I like is was actually Anthony Edwards, probably a little lower than most people have him. And I think he will get drafted higher than that, but he okay. was on a crap Georgia team last year. I don't really like guys that were on bad college teams. Um, and I just think the, <laughs> the motor, the motor is a bit of a problem with him. So that's why I had him a little bit lower. 
Fourth, I did. I have James Wiseman, kind of the same thing. Motor problem. Uh, I think he's going to be the type of NBA player that thinks he's the best on the team and needs a bunch of touches and and is going to isn't going to play within himself. Um, so I had him as my okay. fourth best prospect. And then the top three are guys I really like who are a bit of a uh, bit of reaches, at least for two of them. Um, but number three, Anyaka Kongu, I think he's a better, uh, better big man than James Wiseman prospect wise, just because I think he's going to play within himself. I okay. think he's going to be a better team player. I think he's going to be able to pass the ball out of the post a little more and just bring more defense and a wider variety of skills for, uh, for teams that actually want to be good and not just feed the big man down low and get touches to James just because he, uh, just because he wants to thinks he's the best player and wants to be scoring the basketball and post up all the time. I think Okungu is actually a team player. Number two, I've got right, right. Killian Hayes. Uh, like you said, oh, lefty. Okay. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's the second My best boy. prospects. Don't think he'll be picked that high, but um, I don't think so. Either, yeah, yeah. Really strong guard uh, lefty. Mm. He's been drawing some James Harden comps. <laughs> just because he's a lefty um, I, I hope okay because this is my one like thing that i heard on like a different pod that i was listening to but i don't want like rookies coming into the nba have like the james harden effect where they think they could just walk in here and just do isos and just put up yeah, put up shots from like so far away like i just really hope that just they just play smart and then work their way to whatever playing style they want to work to yeah i don't think those comps uh, those comparisons like crap, <laughs> talking about a guy who's only ever played in i think what germany comparing him to James. So, um, but anyways, got him as my number two and number one, LaMelo ball. Um, and I think he will go Mm -hmm. first overall. I just think his passing is the single most, our single best skill in the draft. Um, so in a year where there's not an absolute knock it out of the park, number one pick, like we've, we've seen in some previous years then go with the best skill in the draft. And even though he's got a bit of, he's got a dumbass for a dad basically. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> and a bit of a, a bit of a soap opera life. Uh, I think he's the yeah. most talented player, and if he gets his head on straight and gets his head right, then I think he could be a really good. Uh, I think he could be an all star. He's that skill. I know, and I bet I bet a lot of our listeners are thinking when when you say Killian Hayes at two, they're probably all thinking like this. <laughs> so like, I know like so a, a lot of it is gonna be like. <laughs> A lot of it's gonna be like, wait, what? Killian Hayes? What do you mean? But yeah, honestly, I don't think I don't think I you'll it. see him on on draft night going number two. Um, so here's I'll give me mm-hmm. give me my ten bucks to win. Um, I think Lamelo Ball will be picked number one for ten bucks. Put it in the bank. Um, okay. I think number two will be James Wiseman. Whether that's okay. someone trading up to get him or even Golden State, I think him there. So I'd put ten bucks on that. I'd put 10 bucks on Edwards going number three um, just because he's physically very, very gifted him and Wiseman both. Um, So I think teams will like him at number three. I think teams are actually going to draft Denny Avdia. I've been hearing the bulls like him at number four bulls need some wing help as well. Um, And number five, a guy who I don't even have in my top 15, you mentioned him. I am off of him big time is, uh, is Obi Toppin. Because even though there's no stopping, oh, yeah? he'll be topping. Okay. He's not stopping anyone else. <laughs> anyone else on the other teams. Interesting. So I don't think I don't okay. think he's a winning player, but I do think Cleveland's going to get suckered into taking him at number five. So that's my interesting. Okay. That's the top five. I think uh, Ball, Wiseman, Edwards, Avdia, Toppin. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think we are we have a very similar top five, but I think um, we definitely have some positions switched. 
Okay. Um, so I was actually, I'll start with my five and go down. All right. So I have five is, is, is at Cleveland right now. I think they're going to stay pretty put. They might decide to like move up to get a bigger prospect, a better prospect. But I think at five, I think they'll pick Denny Abdia because they, they need a good wing player. He's like a, in my opinion, I think he'd be like a, a way better Seti Osman. Does that make sense? Kenny <laughs> Wap. Does that make sense? Does, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, okay, I don't think okay. it takes so much that, to be a way better Teddy Osman, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, I know. But uh, yeah. So I think I think they need a wing. He's a good playmaker. I think you might as well take a shot at him. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at four, I have Anthony Edwards. Okay. Okay. I have Anthony Edwards at four, going to Chicago. And you'll you'll find out why I have him at four. Like, so people are like, oh, why is he so low? Like he's one. He was one of the best players in college and stuff. You'll find out why I have him so low. At three uh, is Charlotte. So I have Onyeka Okongwu. Nice. Okongwu. Love the player. Yeah, because like I said, he's he's a really good center. Um, I feel like Charlotte is a pretty, like in terms of like their, their youth, they're pretty complete in every position so far from like last season. You got PJ Washington, uh, Miles Bridges, yeah. and you have um, uh, Devontae Graham. And you could say Terry Rozier if you really want yeah. to. I'm not a big fan, but like whatever. And then, so all they need is realistically a center, right? So I think if they get that one center, I think they'll have a really strong young core. And um, I think uh, Kongwu is someone that could fit right in. Like he's like on par with Wiseman as one of the best centers. So I think this might be our our first disagreement of the pod. I think you're right. They'll have a young core. I don't know if I'd say strong young core in Devontae Graham. You don't don't rate it? Miles Bridges. You don't like Devontae Graham? I I don't know if that's a strong young core. I think that's a young core, but I wouldn't say... Oh man, we have Devonte Graham and Miles Bridges. Like those positions are locked down for the next ten years. Like I no, think, I will, okay, I wouldn't say I they're. I agree. I wouldn't from, say they're locked from drafting other yeah, positions. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I no, do like I the, agree. the a kung fu fit. Yeah, there. yeah. Like, like I agree. Like, I don't think it's like I wouldn't say they're like lock it in. Like, you can't replace anyone. Maybe, uh, maybe like PJ Washington. I kind of like PJ Washington. I wouldn't like kind of draft someone over him. Yeah. Um, but I think he's their strongest young piece. Yeah, but but that being said, like there's their their young players performed like pretty well last year, and I would just like like to see them develop as like a core and see what comes out of it. Of course, you could replace them. Like the next yeah two years, like twenty twenty one draft and twenty twenty two are supposed to be like one of the best drafts since like I don't know like a few years. So you could definitely replace those positions if you wanted to. I just think there's no point in like kind of replacing those positions now when you have a, a like a a really good talent like Okongwu like sitting there and like three. If James, if James Wiseman is not picked or is picked, whatever, like, situation they're in, if they're trading or not. So, that's why I have him at three. Um, and I don't think that Anthony Edwards um, kind of beats out Okongwu and Charlotte in terms of, like, who they prefer to pick because they have, like, guards that are already, like, sustainable. And they're pretty good talents, like, young talents that they could see develop and see what turns out to be when you have, uh, a, like, a needy, like, a need position there in center. Yeah, I uh, I do agree that center would be the position they need to address the most. Yeah. So, unless you want to start at Willie Hernan Gomez, my boy. <laughs> Who you <laughs> traded for Shea Gilgis Alexander. Or you dropped drop <laughs> no. Shea Gilgis Alexander for Willie Hernan Gomez. It. We're going to get into that later. I don't to, I'll never I don't let you talk about, about that. It. We'll get into that <laughs> when we start talking it. fantasy. Oh God! All right, all right. Um, okay, you're gonna get me off my rhythm here. You can't, you can't just stun me like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. So, th- this was this was literally like everyone seeing me drop like Shea Gilgis. 
<laughs> that was early everyone in our yeah. league. Oh, that, was, that was so bad. All right. So then at number two, I have Wiseman. So that's why I have Charlotte Okongwu because I think I have two Wiseman to Golden State. Mm-hmm. I think um, if they don't trade, if Golden State doesn't trade this pick, I think they'll keep they'll draft Wiseman because they need a center. And I think he'll be. I don't think he's as polished and ready as um, Okongwu is. I think Okongwu is more NBA ready, but I think Wiseman has like the higher ceiling, in my opinion. And I think they could use him right away as just like a run it down the floor, play some defense, and just like go to the basket type player. Because yeah. with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond, you won't need to like be, be a yeah. star player. That would be a good exactly, spot for him because right? so. he's not going to be like, give me the ball, Steph, I'm better than you. Where he might do that exactly, with, I don't yeah. know, some guards on like fucking Detroit or like teams like that. Or Charlotte that. even. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so that's why I, that's why I think that would be a good fit That'd if they don't be a good spot it. For and him then, to mature, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then at number one, I have uh, Lamelo Ball. Yeah. So this okay, so this one was the one that I was very like conflicted with. Like at the end of the day, you do want to pick the most talented player, and I do think Lamelo is like the most talented out of anyone in this draft. Um, but the only thing is like it's like literally like the off court issues with like his reality TV show, his dad, his like all those like things, the, his motor that was being questioned. And stuff like that, like it, like his literally like taking timeouts, like in his head of on defense, like not even caring. Those things like really concern me. But I think in terms of like playmaking ability, his passing is like unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. He's a pretty good. He's a good scorer. His just shot shot selection is a bit off, but I think that like with a good coach and a good system, I think he could like correct that. So we'll see if Minnesota can do that if they're still at number one. But um, yeah, so he's number number one there. I would have had Anthony Edwards at Minnesota. Um, but I just like based off pure talent, I I like Lamelo Ball there. Yep, agreed. Yeah, so the, like like I said, a lot of things could shift. Um, I guess since we finished our, so I'll, I guess recap. So five, I have Denny Av- Abdia to Cleveland, Chicago Anthony Edwards, Charlotte Anyeka Okongwu, two Golden State J- James Wiseman, and then one Minnesota Lamelo Ball. So those are mine. We'll see. Yeah, After I like Wednesday, this. Happens, I like this because we have a lot of the same players, but I don't like we have the same one, but then we have different, or we have the same two, but then we have different three, four, five. So yeah, so it will be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see that, and then yeah, but like I said, so we have the top fifteen players that we think. I think our boards are pretty similar. They have the same, for the most part, the same players, different orders. Yeah, but um. And it's all yeah, going to get mixed up on like draft it. night anyway. Like, oh my god, it's going to get gonna so happen. screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. I'm not I'm not expected to get like one thing right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, I guess we'll... Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I was going to drop some sleepers that I have outside of the top 15. If that's oh, do it, yeah, for sure. Some guys yeah, I really I, I like. I was about to say what your like. opinion was. Hmm. Yeah. Some guys uh, that I think are going to be drafted later, maybe later on in the second half of the first round or even into the second round or maybe even not drafted at all, that could be good. Uh, Malachi Flynn, point guard out of San Diego State. San Diego State had an awesome team last year. It sucks that we couldn't see them in the in March Madness. Mm. But he's drawn some some Fred Van Vliet comparisons, just a guard who's an absolute, okay, pit, bull, nice. absolute pit bull on defense, <laughs> um, can shoot a responsible player. He's like, he's not a freshman. I kind of like these like these guards that come out of, of college programs and they're not, they're not freshmen, so they've got a bit of maturity and a bit of poise on the ball. So he just strikes me as another one of those guys. Speaking of which, Peyton Pritchard, 
I, I, lo- I watch this college player probably more than any other player I've watched in the last four years, um, point guard for Oregon. And he was just awesome every time I watched him. Every big game, he was assisting, shooting deep threes. He was just running the show. So I think he could, uh, he could add some scoring punch off, off an NBA bench. Xavier Tillman, big man out of uh, Michigan State, another NBA-ready player, that energy player off the bench. Um, but I think is just a winning player that can contribute. Paul Reed out of DePaul, another big who, uh, who's got a little bit more upside than a guy like Tillman, um, a little bit younger, but, but could be another good player in the NBA. Desmond Bain, guard at a TCU, absolute lights out shooter, apparently, um, <laughs> which is always good. Guy like Duncan Robinson yeah. just in the finals. So yeah, guys like that. And then the last one is yeah. Jamias Ramsey at a Texas Tech, another guard. Um, Texas Tech had a couple uh, high picks the last couple of years. Jarrett Culver and uh, Zaire Smith. It didn't turn out well. Apparently, this guy's been raved about even uh, more than those guys from from his coaches. So hopefully, he turns out to be better okay. than them. Yeah, those are nice. Those, those are Liam's picks. Okay, I feel you. Honestly, it's always you. You're always good for those like those picks that like not really a lot of people are like counting on or like that people see. Yeah, hopefully you're, one you're, of those guys turns out so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's probably there's probably like Barry analysts out there that like look like idiots after all their calls, and then, not, and then apparently they don't turn out to anything. So mm-hmm. don't feel too bad. But I feel like I feel like one is gonna pan out, like uh, to a, be a at least like a usage player. Yeah, you know what I mean, like okay. so, someone like like Divincenzo, like yeah. someone like that it doesn't have to be a star, but someone that could be very useful on a team, a championship yeah. winning team. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. All right, so I guess we'll kind of transition into a little bit of a trade draft pick trade potential, and okay. then I guess we'll cap this episode off, and then we'll kind of move the next episode. We'll talk about like any trade rumors or anything like that. Sure. So, all right, so I guess in terms of trade uh, trade pick potential, and you can tell me how you feel about these, but I've definitely heard Minnesota trading down to potentially Charlotte from one to three. I've heard Charlotte looking to move up, and that would make sense for them just because. Uh, a little bit devoid of talent, and they would probably be moving up to take Wiseman, right? Yeah, I would say I would say Wiseman or Lamelo. Like you said, like their guards aren't like dead right, set. Yeah, like, yeah. so it's whatever they tell like to be the better talent. But I agree, it would be like one of those whoever they have like their heart set on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have Golden State um, trading their potential their two pick um, for Lamarcus Aldridge because they want to kind of cement their their starting five like better kind of someone yeah. to pair alongside ad that's what i've heard uh, um that's actually that was actually per zach Lowe. that would be it so golden state right yeah golden state yeah because you said ad there like to pair alongside ad like uh lamarcus aldridge along isn't oh sorry golden state no no you're right yeah. you're right you're right <laughs> sorry i meant i meant i meant yeah to pair on draymond my bad my bad yeah. right yeah we can edit that out um, <laughs> you can. but uh, that would be a nasty starting five with Steph clay. I mean, Wiggins isn't very good, but then, uh, front court of Draymond <laughs> and Draymond and LaMarcus Aldridge, I think would be super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And like, I think, I think it'd be a, a really fun team to watch because LA is a pretty good playmaker and he like, he's like, not, he's not selfish. Like he could, he could yeah. dish the ball. He could score. He's a pretty good defender. Yeah, I know. So. He, he's been crying out his whole career to be on a team as good as, as Golden State. Probably will be next year. So yeah, literally. He would fit nicely. In, I mean, if you think about it, if he part. stayed in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. 
And then the other San Antonio teams were never quite good enough to like, I don't know, finals or did they even make a Western Conference finals? No, not with LA, no. Yeah. So Yeah. So yeah, so that's one. Um I also have Boston trading up. So they're gonna because they have I think four picks, I believe. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. How many picks do they have up. in the first round? They have three. They have, I think, 14, 26, and 30. 30? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So they have three picks in the first round. So what I've been hearing is that they want to bundle those three picks for like a higher pick. Yeah. To someone, I don't know, like Detroit or Atlanta or something like that. Yeah. And then they'll sell like that pick to help in getting uh, Drew Holiday. Is what I've heard because they're really interested in him. Yeah, man, Drew Holiday would be a nice player to add for any contender. I think super, yeah, super responsible I guard, agree. great defensively. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like imagine, imagine like having if you're like a guard, like a superstar guard or anyone or wing on your team, and like you're you're getting the business from Drew Holiday, and then they sub him off for some rest, and then you get Marcus Smart. Oh my goodness! And Jalen Brown's a good <laughs> defender. That and would be, Brown. They would be real. They would be dangerous team if they got Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like they, like trade someone like they're they would aim to trade for someone like that. So that's what I heard because apparently Danny Ainge was saying that um, they didn't have the right like they didn't have enough like I guess space to draft three players. So they'd rather just like bundle that to get a better pick and then trade it for someone like they're interested and help them like win their a championship. Yeah, and hey, Danny Ainge is a uh, he's a He's a swindler. He likes, he likes <laughs> he to is. make trades. Oh my God. He is, he is. Um, okay, so then I also have uh, Phoenix changing the number 10 pick to potentially getting Chris Paul because they were very interested in getting Chris Paul. Whew. Yeah, they're like the number one, one of the number one um, pursuits. That'd be nice. For him nice amongst veteran a couple player. other teams. Nice veteran player to help out yeah. a team of mostly young guys. That could be just what they need. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there was rumors where Chris was saying, like Chris Paul was saying that he'd either want to go like to big market places like New York or L.A. L.A. is, I find it kind of hard to believe because I don't know what the Lakers or Clippers would really give yeah. to OKC, right? So, and then they could go to New York. He could go to New York, but like, I mean, the Knicks <laughs> are trash and he's not he's not going to the Nets because they don't have enough to give. You'd think he'd want Maybe they have to. enough to give, but. You'd think he'd want to win a championship. They already have, they have he wouldn't be going to New York to do that. Yeah, exactly. And they already have Kyrie in, it, in Brooklyn, so he wouldn't go there. Um, and you so, yeah, yeah, so I guess... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you don't need to... Uh, you said Chris earlier. You don't need to say Chris Paul. We know you're on a first-name basis with him. It, Chris is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're, we're both in a State Farm commercial, so we, we were tight. We met there. <laughs> uh, and then, so yeah, so I think him, a fit alongside Devin Booker, would be absolutely, like, incredible i yeah. think they'd be really good together yeah i mean i don't know the west is really deep so i don't know like how high they would go in terms of like seating or anything but i definitely think they could do some damage i definitely think they would be able to make playoffs because you saw already what what devin booker did with someone like ricky rubio running the point they actually finally got a true playmaker yeah. and i think chris paul is obviously a future hall of famer and he's like an upgrade to ricky rubio yeah. so i can't really big, imagine big how good they're gonna be yeah so that would be interesting. I've heard also um, the Hornets uh, trading their... No- okay, did you hear about this one? about? Because you know how the whole Westbrook thing, like how he was saying he wanted to go? Yeah. Apparently, I heard the Hornets trading potentially trading the number three pick and like maybe a, a, a couple other players, like low-end players, to, to acquire Westbrook. How do you feel about that? 
so there's a couple ways you could think about the Hornets trading for Westbrook. I ultimately think it would be a bad idea, but mm-hmm. the reason they would do it is like the Hornets have always been kind of on the, like on the edge of the playoffs or just downright bad. Right. So yeah. like it would be an exciting player for them to actually bring in eyeballs to their, <laughs> to their team. It, like Westbrook's one of the most well-known players in the league. Don't think he's one of the best anymore, but he's a, huge name former mvp and Mm -hmm. yeah maybe that's just like a boost for the franchise to for their fans and i I don't think they'd make any noise in the playoffs but they'd probably make the playoffs in the east as a as a low seed and maybe they're just kind of sick and tired of being like yeah we're just going to draft and develop guys like kemba walker and then they lose those players anyway right maybe they're like we need to go out and trade for uh, a star or a guy who we see as a star a huge name and uh, and get some excitement about the team I ultimately think it wouldn't be a good idea because if you do trade for a guy like Westbrook, what is your team's ceiling when you're a Charlotte? Hornets? Yeah, exactly. Your ceiling is the seventh like, seed and getting swept by Boston in the first round or something like that. Yeah, Westbrook exactly. is not I a winning totally player agree. in the playoffs. We all saw that this year. He's 32. Mm-hmm. His body is going to break down. And a, for a player who relies on elite athleticism to have an impact on the game, it's definitely not just his decision-making that's uh, that's – it's um, winning <laughs> games for his team. It's like he's going to be yeah. dropping off very quick. Um, yeah. So I don't think I don't think it would be smart to trade for him. But I could see the appeal of why they might. Yeah, exactly. And I I agree with all your points. To be honest, like having Westbrook there is okay. Well, I guess one thing you could say, yeah, the Jordan brand because he's sponsored by Jordan. It'll be nice having them there. You know, Michael Jordan's there. But also, like, I get the appeal of a small market going for a superstar to say, hey, look, we have a superstar on our team. Like, any other superstars come, like, join our team and stuff like that. They do have assets. I think they do have the cap space for it. Um, I just think that, like, like we kind of mentioned before, um, Charlotte has, like, a young core that they want to develop. Like, why are you, you, like, trading all this potential away or, like, like, halting this potential to trade for someone that's obviously not gonna help you in the future realistically yeah. like it's a good short-term thing but a terrible long-term play Agreed. Also, a terrible long-term play also it would elevate them up probably maybe up out of the lottery for next year's draft which is a stacked draft if they had West and that's Rick what i was about to say games. yeah it's an absolutely stacked like the 2021 2022 drafts are like gonna be so good and like you're literally you want to like develop in the stage if you're a bad team to go for those lower end picks like if you pick eight or seven like you're gonna get a probably a better player eight or seven next year then you probably are at two or three this year, to be honest. Yeah. So like, even if you land in that eight or seven spot, like you're still going to draft a really good player. So I don't see the appeal at all why you would get Westbrook, but that's what I've heard. Come on, Charlotte, you've sucked for this long. Suck for a little bit longer. Don't <laughs> yeah, take right, any like shortcuts. Suck, like suck better. Yeah. Like it's suck not, better. It's not <laughs> the time really. to take shortcuts after you've been garbage for this long. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Um. Okay, so I heard that. I heard a small one where. The Hawks could potentially trade their number six to the T Wolves for Jared Culver. So yeah, yeah it's a look. T Wolves fan, I'm saying I'm um, get Jared Culver out. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I don't rate Jared Culver at all. Um, you don't like him? No, I think like the T Wolves. Even they've had wing, like wings like Josh Okogie look better than him. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it was a stupid trade to trade up to get him last year, and he looked lost obviously yeah. last last season. So I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Get get another <laughs> shot. Not a fan of the. the of the tech, uh, Texas Tech is it Tech? Wait, where did you go? Texas yeah, you went to Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, he was uh, but highly I, rated because he made the finals there with with Texas Tech and had a, his big yeah. game. Um, but I remember they helped me. They helped me in my bracket. Yeah, 
Uh, so I also heard for that number six as well for Atlanta. They're shopping to Boston for that like bundle of picks to trade uh, trade down. Um, and then they also shopping the number six to potentially get Drew Holiday to to pair alongside Trey Young is what I heard. Yeah, I'm I'm all for teams trading for Drew Holiday, man. I think he's a player that helps the yeah. team win right now more so than I think more so than an, Westbrook. I think. Yeah, I think he'd be an excellent like a. Uh, because they realistically like it's kind of like the Steph Curry effect where you need an amazing defender to play alongside him, where because he's like his deficiencies in like defensively, you need someone really great to kind of help him out. Yeah. Obviously, Steph Curry's not as bad as a defender as Trey Young. Like Trey Young is like abysmal. Yeah. But um, so you need someone really good alongside him. I think Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in our league, and I think he'd definitely help out Atlanta if they're if they're pressured to win, which is um is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he would be a great teacher for Trey. Mm-hmm. So we have so then going on to the next one, I have Pistons to trade up their picks. I'm not sure exactly what be in the package, but they're just looking to trade up potentially to maybe go for someone like Lamelo. They they don't really have they kind of got unlucky in like the lottery uh, the draft like the lottery. Sorry, I think they probably should have done gone higher because their team is so bad. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, they didn't. They got like the seventh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, seventh pick. So I heard that. And then I also heard the Magic, uh, they want the Magic want to move up in the lottery as well. And they have the 15th pick. Hmm. They do have some pizzas to trade, though. Yeah, they, they, it seems like that. they're going to trade Aaron Gordon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just they can't afford to pay him. <laughs> They'd probably rather yeah, have Vooch. Exactly, so. Vooch daddy. Yeah, Vooch daddy. I mean, they did pay, yeah, they did pay him, so. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think that kind of concludes most of our draft talk uh, we kind of went through some of the nba trades already so we probably don't really need to go over there over that um i guess next time we'll talk more in depth about like james harden philly situation houston situation yeah and the breaking news today i'll just add in there but dennis schroeder going to the lakers that's why i had in my head la when we were talking about yeah um yeah. instead of golden state because i wanted to mention that how do you feel about that i think that's a good a good trade yeah what was it for danny green in the 28th pick 28th pick yeah. 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 Definitely an upgrade on Danny Green, a uh, guy that can handle the ball <laughs> a little bit more, an actual guard who can, who can ball handle. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, LA Lakers are going to be scary again next year. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be really good. I actually really rate Dennis Roder. Mm-hmm. And he actually played a pretty good part. He learned under Chris Paul and he played a pretty good part in uh, OKC success last season. So, I think he'll be really good. And also to kind of like jump, like piggyback off that one, apparently. Um, the Lakers are tra- are targeting Wesley Matthews to replace Danny Green as well. I think that's kind of a like for like <laughs> old guys that yeah, shoot threes. Yeah, but like Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But but then you don't have like the sight of Danny Green painfully strutting down the court <laughs> for that <laughs> for, down for defense and going to the corner strutting with his signature run that looks like yeah. he's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, LeBron's but, uh, not messing yeah, so, around, man. LeBron's looking to win two or three no, more. He's not. <laughs> and I rate it, though. I rate it. Oh, yeah. I'm a, Is there any uh, closing remarks you want to add before we yeah, I'm gonna close add, off this pod? So I was looking on Bet365 at the draft props, and uh, there's only a couple up there right now. I might uh, might float out a couple to you over the next couple of days if, if they add any more. But the one right now is, and I think this is a mortal lock, is Obi, Obi Toppin's over-under is four and a half. So I see absolutely okay. no scenario under which he is drafted in the top four. <laughs> I don't even have him in my top 15. I don't think 
Like, if he's drafted in the top four, then that is a crime from any of those. Okay, you gotta members. give our, you gotta give our viewers their money back, whatever they bet. If, if actually they lose, they lose that bet. Sure, but I'm taking, I'm taking the profit, <laughs> taking a cut of the profit. But yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta take a cut a, of the profit. It's yeah. one. The odds are one point five, so it's not great odds. But that means like if you bet a yeah. hundred dollars, then the payout's one hundred and fifty. And I honestly might move a hundred on this. I don't think there's yeah. any chance it'll be Toppin's draft. No, top I agree. Four. I totally, so, I totally agree. That's a good one. So I want to float that one out to the, the betters out there. Pick over. Yeah, honestly, we, we should definitely be topping for sure. Yeah. yeah, we definitely do a segment on after every pod for like your, your top your top bets, your top yeah, picks for Liam's locks. For any bet three six five bets. Liam's locks. You gotta add that in. That's so, Liam's. So lock. you got Obi Toppin. That's Liam's Obi-Toppin lock. Is there anything else you wanna I do over four I, and a half? Anything else you wanna float there? It's tough because there's only like three other ones, but I think um mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards over one and a half. It's similar odds. Like, I don't think he goes number one. So I think that's a good bet as yeah. long as he doesn't go number one. Yeah. So over on him at one and a half. And I think just LaMelo ball to go first overall is, uh, I think, a little bit higher odds. So I think he goes first overall. Um, not as confident on those last two. Really, really confident on Obi Toppin over four and a half. So that's Liam's luck. Fair. Fair. I agree. Honestly, I totally agree with those. Um, and if essentially you bet that uh anthony edwards and Lamelo ball one you kind of like a two-in-one if you get it right right so yeah yeah so i yeah. think uh, it depends how confident you are but i agree the ob topping ones apps i don't even know who made that like there's no way I I, like I they must believe. have an inside scoop on like, no, <laughs> like they must yeah. be talking to yeah maybe it's they must be talking to charlotte bit, or something but yeah i, yeah. Saw that at four <laughs> and a half. I expected it because i've been hearing some strong rumors of him going to cleveland at five um but if he does yeah. that's still a win for for the over four and a half still a win yeah i don't see exactly. any scenario yeah. under which he goes in the top three and I don't think Chicago picks him either. So, yeah, yeah, I would definitely, yeah, I would even like I'd parlay that with something else too, because you could probably get like decent odds for yeah. something that you'd like. Yeah, I tried to to see to punch in a couple draft parlays to see if you could, um, but you couldn't draft draft uh, parlay draft position props, but you might be able to parlay it with like another sport. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But yeah, that's all I got. But- Fun episode. Yeah, I know that that concludes our final episode. Thank you, uh, Liam, Lil Ezzy, for um, I know big things coming ahead. Like I said, we'll definitely try. We're gonna do this weekly, uh, with some special guests coming in. We'll have uh, A Rod coming on for a little bit insight, maybe whenever he's available for us. But I think it's gonna be a fun show, and I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, Liam. It was really good. It was My really pleasure. nice. Thanks for uh, having me. Those finally, fast. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah expect a lot more banter a lot more arguing and we were pretty good today not yeah, that much arguing we're not going to get along this well when the when the season actually starts no. and, and when we actually Absolutely have stuff not. to to really argue about yeah and fan and fantasy basketball just oh, yeah, i want to give the, for our viewers that's the root of <laughs> for our listeners and our viewers yeah exactly for our listeners i want to like just forewarn the Embiid car anthony towns debate is going to come in hot <laughs> like hot hot <laughs> all right well thank you everyone for listening we'll see you next time peace peace